Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you're listening from. Welcome to another episode of Smile with Damn Good. For those of you who are listening for the first time, my name is Daniel Okafo, and I created this podcast specifically for talking about daily life problems, situations, activities, and solutions. And in every episode, I talk about a particular topic. So without further ado, stick around. Let's get into this topic. Today, we'll be looking at peer pressure. Peer pressure. Hmm. What is peer pressure anyway? Peer pressure or social pressure is the direct influence on people by peers or the effect of an individual who gets encouraged to follow their peers by changing their attitudes, values, or behaviors to conform to those of the influencing group or individual. I'll say that again. Peer pressure is the direct influence on people by peers or the effect on an individual who gets encouraged to follow their peers by changing their attitudes, values, or behaviors in order to conform to those of the influencing group or individual. This can result in either a positive or negative effect, or both. There has been considerable study regarding the effects of peer pressure on children and adolescents. And in popular discourse, the term peer pressure is mostly used in the context of those people in the same age groups. For children, the common themes for study regard their abilities for independent decision making. For adolescents, peer pressures relationship with sexual intercourse and substance abuse have been significantly researched. Peer pressure can affect individuals of all ethnicity, genders, and ages now let's talk about peer pressure related to children imitation plays a large role in children's life in order to pick up skills and techniques that they use in their own life children are always searching for behaviors and attitudes around them that they can cooperate with In other words, children get influenced 
by people that are important in their lives, such as friends, parents, and even YouTubers, celebrities, singers, dancers, and so on and so forth. Children are aware of their position in the social hierarchy from a young age. Their instinct is to defer to adults' judgment and majority opinions. A study done on groups of preschool children showed that they were influenced by groups of their peers to change their opinion to a demonstrably wrong one. In this study, each child was handed a book with two sets of images on each page. A group of different sized animals on the left page and only one animal on the right page. And each child was asked to indicate the size of the animal on the right, which was the only animal on the right. All the books appeared the same, but the last child would sometimes get a book that was different. The children reported their size judgments in turn, and the child being tested was asked last. Before him or her, however, were a group of children working in conjunction with the researchers. Sometimes, the children who answered before the test subjects all gave an answer that was incorrect. When asked in the presence of the other children, the last child's response was often the same as his or her peers. However, when allowed to privately share their responses with a researcher, the children proved much more resistant to their peers' pressure, illustrating the importance of the physical presence of their peers in shaping their opinions. An insight is that children can monitor and intervene in their peers' behavior through pressure. A study conducted in a kindergarten class in the Edna A. Hill Child Development Laboratory in the University of Kansas designed a program to measure how children could ease disruptive behavior in their peers through a two-part system. After describing a series of tasks to their classroom that included bathroom usage, cleaning up, and general classroom behavior, teachers and researchers would observe children's performance on the task. The study focused on three children who were clearly identified as being more disruptive than their peers and looked at their responses to potential techniques. The system utilized was a two-part one. The first one, each student would be given 
points by their teachers for correctly completing tasks. E.g. maybe like sitting down on a mat for reading time. And if a student reached three points by the end of the day, they would receive a prize. The second part brought in by peer interaction where students who reached three points were appointed peer monitors whose role was to lead their small groups and assign points at the end of the day. The results were clear-cut, showing that the monitored students' disruption dropped when teachers started the points system and monitored them. But when peer monitors were introduced, the target student disruption dropped to average rates of 1% for students, 8% for students, and 11% for students, down from 36, 62, and 59 respectively. What was the conclusion from this research? This shows that even small children then are susceptible to pressure from their peers and that pressure can be used to effect positive change in academic and social environments. Now let's move to peer pressure based on adolescence. Adolescence is the time when a person is most susceptible and open and vulnerable to peer pressure because peers become an important influence on behavior during adolescence and peer pressure has been called a hallmark of adolescent experience. Children when entering this adolescence period in life become aware for the first time of the other people around them and realize the importance of perception in their interactions. Peer pressure in young people is most pronounced with respect to style, taste, appearance, ideology, and values. Peer pressure is commonly associated with episodes of adolescent risk taking because these activities commonly occur in the company of peers. Association with friends who engage in risk behaviors has been shown to be a strong predictor of an adolescent's own behavior. Peer pressure can also have positive effects when youth are pressured by their peers toward positive behavior such as volunteering for charity or excelling in academics. The importance of peers declines upon entering adulthood. Even though socially accepted children often have the most opportunities and the most positive experiences. Research, however, shows that social acceptance 
that means being in the popular crowd may increase the likelihood of engaging in risky behavior depending on the norms in the group peer pressure is greatest among more popular children because they were the tr- they are the children most attuned to the judgments of their peers making them more susceptible to group pressures gender also has a clear effect on the amount of peer pressure and adolescent experiences girls report significantly higher pressures to conform to their groups in the form of clothing choices or speech patterns additionally girls and boys reported facing differing amounts of pressures in different areas of their lives perhaps reflecting a different set of values and priorities for each gender peer pressure produces a wide array of negative outcomes now let's talk about um peer pressure related to smoking and substance abuse substance use is likely not attributed to peer pressure alone evidence of genetic predispositions for substance use exists and some have begun to examine gene x environment interactions for peer influence in a nationally representative sample adolescents who had genetic predisposition were more likely to have good friends who were heavy substance users and were furthermore more likely to be vulnerable to the adverse influence of these friends results from specific candidate gene studies have been mixed for instance in a study of nicotine use johnson and colleagues found out that peer smoking had a lower effect on nicotine dependence for those with the high risk allele this suggests that social contexts do not play the significant role in substance use initiation and maintenance as it may for others and that interventions for those individuals should be developed with genetics in mind as well peer pressure related to drinking though the impact of peer influence in adolescence has been well established it was unclear at what age this effect begins to diminish it is accepted that such peer pressure to use alcohol or illicit substances is less likely to exist in primary school and very young adolescents given the limited access and exposure now using the resistance to peer pressure skill 
Sumter and colleagues found out that resistance to peer pressure grew as age increased in a large study of 10 to 18 year old. This study also found that girls were generally more resistant to peer influence than boys, particularly at mid-adolescence, that means ages 13 to 15. The higher vulnerability to peer pressure for teenage boys makes sense given the higher rates of substance use in male teens. For girls, increased and positive parental behaviors, example, parental social support, consistent discipline, have been shown to be an important contributor to the ability of girls to resist peer pressure to use substances. It is believed that peer pressure of excessive drinking in universities comes down to three factors being offered alcohol modeling and social norms offering alcohol can be both as a kind gesture or the other extreme which is forceful then you have the modeling which is being a copycat and following your friends that means you see your friend drinking, you also want to follow to drink. Then finally, you have the social norms, which are drinking, like when you see people drinking in your environment. There are two reasons why people do it. Number one, because everyone does it. Number two, because they want to fit into social groups. On entering the university or college, most people begin to increase their amount of alcohol intake. This is more so true to those who do not live at home. This would be because you have shifted from being influenced by your parents to being influenced by your college or your university peers. Now let's talk about peer pressure based on sexual intercourse. There is evidence supporting the conclusion that parental attitude disapproving sex to lead toward lower levels of adolescent unplanned pregnancy. A study completed in Cape Town, South Africa, looked at students at four secondary schools in the region. They found a number of unhealthy practices derived from peer pressure, which were use of condoms, threats of ridicule for abstinence, and engaging in sexual activity with multiple partners as part of a status symbol, especially for males. The students 
colloquially call others who choose abstinence as umawaito which means dried fruits or dried meat forgive me if i didn't pronounce that very well i'm still um, new in this um, you know south africa languages what am i trying to say i'm saying in these schools where they conducted this research the students call other students who do not have sex they refer to them as umawaito which means dried fruits or meat an important solution for these problems is communication with adults which the study found to be extremely lacking within adolescent social groups literature reviews in this field have attempted to analyze the norms present in the interactions and decision making behind these behaviors a review conducted by bongard et al defined three types of peer norms that led to a person's participation in sexual intercourse the first one descriptive norms the second one injunctive norms and the third one outright peer pressure descriptive norms and injunctive norms are both observed behaviors and are those more indirect forms of pressure but differ in one key aspect which is descriptive norms describe peers sexual behaviors but injunctive norms describe peers attitude toward these behaviors example approval or disapproval the last norm defined by the study is called peer pressure by the authors and is used to describe direct encouragement or pressure by a person's peers to engage in sexual behavior the review found that indirect indirect norms which were descriptive norms and injunctive norms had a stronger effect on a person's decision to engage in sexual behavior than direct peer pressure between the two indirect norms descriptive norms had a stronger effect people were likely to try what they thought their peers were engaging in rather than what they thought had approval in the peer group additionally studies have found a link between self regulation and likeliness to engage in sexual behavior the more trouble a subject had with self regulation 
and self-control growing up, the more they were likely to fall prey to peer pressure that would lead them to engage in risky sexual acts. Based on these researches, it may be a good idea to prevent this through either a decision-making program or by targeting adolescents' ability to self-regulate against possible risk. And now, the most common one, peer pressure related to social media. As we all know, social media provides a massive new digital arena for peer pressure and influence. Research suggests there are a variety of benefits from social media use, such as increased socialization, exposure to ideas, and greater self-confidence. There is also evidence of negative influences, such as advertising pressure, exposure to inappropriate behavior or dialogue, and fake news. These versions of digital peer pressure exist between youth, adults, and businesses. In some cases, people can feel pressure to make themselves available 24 hours online or to be perfect. Within this digital conversation, there can be pressure to conform, especially as people are impacted by their frequency of times others hit the like button. What am I trying to say? The way others portray themselves on social media might lead young people to mimic or imitate those qualities or actions in an attempt to be perfect. It may also lead to a fear of missing out, which can pressure youth into irresponsible actions or decisions. Actions and influence on social media may lead to changes in identity, confidence, or habits in real life for children, adolescents, and adults. Now, how to deal with peer pressure? I'll be taking you through four methods on how to deal with peer pressure. Method one, responding to peer pressure at the exact moment. Firstly, say no like you mean it. The most basic way to respond to peer pressure is to say no. N-O. Standing up to peer pressure will save you the trouble of getting pressured again in the future because it sends a clear message that you are not interested. Be firm and make eye contact. This shows that you are not willing to compromise. There are lots of ways to say no. 
for example you can say i don't do that or you can say no thanks i'll pass you can also say uh, i'd rather not thank you be careful not to get baited into doing something by being called scared or a chicken stay firm in your own decision secondly change the subject if you are uncomfortable responding to questions avoiding the question might send the message that you are still interested but don't want to respond that may lead to further pressure later on however changing the subject will at least buy you some time until you feel ready to respond or not respond at all change the subject by saying for example do you want to watch this movie with me i've been really wanting to see it but it's no fun watching it alone if someone at a party is pressuring you into drinking try asking the person so what do you think of the dj so far you know just try to change the subject thirdly make an excuse to leave this is a great option if you are feeling shy or intimidated or if you don't want to come off as being rude come up with some sort of an excuse apologize and get away as soon as you can for example you could say oh i just forgot i have to study for the math exam or oh my gosh i just forgot that i have to meet my friend for that group project if the person is still persistent then text your friend or text your parent to call you when your phone rings pick it up talk for a bit then tell the person i have to leave make sure that your excuse is believable don't mention that you have to talk to your sister if you don't have a sister method 2 anticipating peer pressure firstly make your own decisions do things that make you happy and make those decisions on your own why some people might ask you to do something that pushes you outside your comfort zone in a good way be mindful of any negative consequences that could occur if you are about to make a decision ask yourself is this good for me is this adding something positive to my life am i certain how i feel about it do not make decisions based on what other people think is good for you or what they want you to do secondly plan a response whether you haven't experienced peer pressure yet or you want to respond better for next time 
think of a response you can use if you are ever asked something you don't want to do. Having a response ready will make you having a response ready will mean you won't feel under pressure if you are asked and you already know what to say. For example, think about something to say if someone asks you to cheat, lie, steal, or take drugs. You might just say, nah, no thanks, or have something different for each situation. Do not get sidetracked by talking others out of the idea. If you suspect that people are meeting up to drink alcohol or do drugs before an event, tell them you'll meet them at the event itself. Avoiding situations that might tempt you can help you avoid peer pressure altogether. If you are still in school, be wary of going to parties without adult supervision or meeting up with people you know that take drugs. Trust your instinct. If something feels off, don't hesitate to make other plans. If you start to feel uncomfortable during a party, don't be afraid to leave. Thirdly, choose positive friends. When dealing with peer pressure, start by choosing friends who won't pressure you to do things. Your friends should accept you for who you are without wanting to change you. If your friends don't make bad decisions, you are less likely to make them too. Choose friends because you like them, not because they are cool or popular. They should like you for you, for who you are, and care about you. Try meeting people who share common interests with you. For example, if you see someone reading a book that you like, strike up a conversation with them about the book and get to know them. Method 3. Handling the effects of peer pressure. Firstly, journal about your feelings. It can be difficult to deal with the feelings that come from peer pressure. You might be good friends with someone, then feel betrayed when they try to pressure you to do something. You might even wonder if the friendship is over or needs to end. Dealing with these emotions can be hard, so use a journal to sort out your feelings and help you cope with the stress. Your journal or let's say your diary should be a safe place to write out your thoughts and feelings. Be honest with yourself as you write. 
you might want to reflect on your journal entries at times to see how you've dealt with things in the past and what was helpful before. Secondly, choose a different friend group. Think about your good interactions with them versus your bad interactions. If you feel like they pressure you much more than you'd like or they won't stop, make some new friends. While it's hard to say goodbye to friends, it might be harder to keep saying no to peer pressure and deal with how it makes you feel. You can meet people by volunteering or attending karate, dances, or other classes. If you are still in school, audition for a play, try out for sports team, or join a club. Pick something that your current groups or friends are not involved in. Thirdly, keep busy with healthy activities. Another way to avoid peer pressure is to spend your time doing activities that you really, really enjoy. Doing activities can help you meet other people with shared interests and help you spend your time doing what you enjoy. Try different activities until you find the one you like. For example, try a sewing sewing or woodworking class. Pick up photography, go hiking, get a bike, get a football. See what clubs are available at school, like drama club, math club, big brothers and big sisters. You can also join a sport like soccer, track, gymnastic or volleyball. Lastly, method 4. Getting support from others. Having a friend who has similar values, go places together. You can keep each other in check as well as look out for one another. Back each other up and support each other in making good decisions. For example, if your friend is having a hard time saying no to someone, interrupt their their conversation and say, we're just leaving now and going to the mall. Come on friend, let's go. Secondly, talk to a trusted friend. If you are struggling with peer pressure, Talk to someone you trust. Your friend might have some advice for how they handle peer pressure that you could use. They can also help support you in handling peer pressure in the future. It's okay to admit you are struggling and they will most likely want to help you. For example, try saying, Ryan wants to cheat off of me my homework, but I don't want to cheat. How do you handle these situations? Tell me, friend.
Thirdly, tell your parents. Your parents generally want to support you and help you succeed. If you are struggling with peer pressure, turn to them for help. They might have some ideas for how to handle it. If nothing else, ask them to listen and understand your experience. They can at least give you a hug and tell you that they love you. Though it might be awkward or difficult to talk to your parents, think how much worse it would be to talk to them about how you followed your friends and got into serious trouble. So act wise. And last but not the least for today, attend therapy if you are struggling and nothing seems to help. You can find a therapist by contacting or having your parents contact a local mental health clinic or your insurance provider. You can also get a recommendation from your physician or a friend. A therapist can help you learn to express your feelings better and build your confidence. Therapists are there to listen to you and offer advice. You can see anything you want without fear of judgment. Sometimes a therapist just isn't a good match. If you don't feel comfortable around them or you aren't making progress, don't be afraid to try a new therapist. Okay guys, that is all for today's episode. Thank you for staying tuned. Thank you for listening and I hope you have learned one or two things from today's episode. See you all next week. And oh, shout out to Zizipo, Neo Rosie, Goldened Child, Patience, Noma, and lastly, special shout out to my most precious listener, Winnie Lenyani. So in Winnie Lenyani's honor, I'm going to play this song, this special song, which she requested, which is Dangerously in Love by Beyonce. Bye guys, enjoy the song.